Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Lou Adler. Our rush hour coverage begins at 5 a.m. Two helicopters in the air, a special traffic news desk in operation, 10 reporters in the field, a continuing flow of the information you need to help you get to work. Tuesday, more than ever, wake up to WCBS, All News 88. All News 88, 9, 10 minutes past 9 in the evening. It is 50 degrees. freezing and that means it didn't stick to any roadways or cause any problems like that. All right, 38 degrees. That's Todd Glickman. I think we have all the names straightened out. Who are you, by the way? This is Bernadette Castro for Castro Convertible. It's 431 and the big story that we're following, the threat of a transit strike. Tonight at midnight, about seven and a half hours away. Will there be one? Won't there be? Let's go to the site of the negotiations and here is Rich Lamb. Rich? Well, Ben, with just under seven and a half hours to go before the midnight strike deadline, the MTA and TWU have finished their third face-to-face -face meeting. Ben? All right, Rich Lamb there. And Mr. Purcell announced a tentative contract settlement has been reached. Well, here's a brief summary of what's been going on, Ben. And to the two choppers, first number one, Neil Bush. Okay, Lou, we're looking into Nassau County right now from the area of Jericho coming uh, through Westbury, Lake Success, and then finally into Queens on the Long Island Expressway and a northern state. I would have to characterize the traffic now as light to medium. It is really clipping along here at 45, 50. Chopper number two in Luchamon. Well, Neil, I was just waiting for that sun to uh, get up a few more degrees above the horizon so it uh, can contribute to melting some of the icing spots we've got around. Thank you, Lou Timolot and Neil Bush. WCBS News Time is 19 minutes before 7 o'clock. And Art Athens is in the newsroom this morning. Uh, Art was out all evening uh, over at the Sheraton Center where everything fell apart pretty much in most of these rooms where these transportation talks were going on. Rich Lamb's still out there, aren't they? Right. Indeed, uh, while we really, as midnight came and went, expected that perhaps there wouldn't be a strike, there was still a contingency plan set up by the mayor which now becomes a real plan, not a contingency. There are some things still rolling, buses still running in Queens. Down just before 6 o'clock this morning. Rich, what happened? Well, Art, uh, Teamsters Union Secretary-Treasurer John Mahoney, representing 800 trackmen, came out shortly before 6 a.m. to announce the Long Island Railroad uh, has a strike on its hands, along with everybody who tries to take that railroad into town. The other six operating unions, although each is restrained from striking by court orders, are apparently backing the walkout. Um, Mahoney was asked uh, how he could, in good conscience, cripple the region with still another walkout. I didn't cripple any region. They crippled the region up here. They had a they should have bargained with us in good faith. Our members have a right. They have a right to be redressed in this area. They brought we need relief. They brought on it. They don't give us relief. This is this is just the tip of the iceberg. If this is the way they're going to conduct negotiations with the city workers, you're going to have one gigantic strike in this city that we'll never forget. How we are we are bargaining since $700,000. How long do you think this is going to last? Uh, in a realistic estimate. Last as long as it has to last. Uh, we'll stay out on the street till hell freezes over. I don't give a goddamn well. Mahoney says it could take 15 minutes or 15 months as far as he's concerned. He said he'll stay out, as he put it, until hell freezes over. Art? 
Okay, Richie, we might just add that the Long Island Railroad says... Tuesday morning, the first day of the month of April at All News 88, WCBS, sun and 37 degrees at 7 o'clock. Headline news, the New York City subway and bus workers went on strike at 2 o'clock this morning. The Long Island Railroad workers at 6 o'clock. Four suburban Queens bus lines were struck as well, but the metropolitan suburban buses are running their routes today. Conrail service basically unaffected, but there are no local stops in the Bronx except for the Riverdale station, and ridership is way up. We understand. after 7. Well, you know, uh, you've been reading all this contingency planning that's been published and extensively promoted by the city of New York in anticipation of... Looking at the law with Neil Chayette, a daily feature on... It's 4.32 here at WCBS, as if it uh, wasn't bad enough that we have a transit strike here in New York City and the Long Island Railroad on strike. Conrail has problems. Let's go to Richland. Well, Ben, uh, apparently all outgoing trains uh, from Grand Central Station now are on hold. Uh, Mary Gay Taylor is there. Mary Rosie, up to our helicopter. And Blue Timolotti, number one, we've just come from the Bronx, Ben, where we've had an added complication to an already busy rush hour. And she's been eyeballing a very busy rush hour down in Brooklyn and details now. Okay, Lou, I'm getting to the point that I'm scratching my head, wondering uh, just what to uh, advise motors to do here along the lower east side of Manhattan. It's just incredible. Local streets are jam-packed all over the place, uh, trying to get to the outbound bridge and tunnel uh, crossings. I guess uh, first one uh, encouraging word, once you do get to one of the bridges of the tunnels, then finally you will make some uh, drive time. But Talk back, a cross-section of listener opinion. Hear it each day on... 32 now after 4 here at All News 88. It was a short strike for one rail line. We get that story and the rest of day two of the transit strike from Richland. Well, Ben, the big development came today from John Mahoney, who's head of the Teamsters Union. He was the union chief who uh, called the strike against the Long Island Railroad. He came out, announced today in a big surprise that he was going to take his men back to work. And, of course, with him go the other six operating unions. That's WCBS reporter Steve Flanders, and WCBS News Director Lou Adler is in a mobile unit in Midtown. And, Lou, we understand that you've been experiencing some pretty difficult times out there trying to get home. Oh, you bet, Rich. Uh, I've been in this town for over 20 years, and I have uh, been through all kinds of experiences with regard to traffic jams, and this is the worst uh, I have ever seen Midtown Manhattan. Trying to get out of town today is just the most frustrating experience you'll want to handle. And uh, where are you now, Lou, and how long has it taken you to get, say, a block or two uh, in the traffic you're facing now? Well, I started at 6th Avenue uh, near the CBS building about uh, 20 minutes ago, and I am now on West, uh, West Street, I guess that's 12th Avenue going south, uh, along the, uh, the piers, trying to reach 45th Street so I can get north. You know, it's the kind of thing where you, uh, you think you're going one way, and you, and you run into a brick wall, and you make a turn, you go somewhere else, and you run into another brick wall. There's just no, no escape, it seems. So while the negotiators are trying to negotiate a contract, you're trying to negotiate your way out of town. Without much success. <laughs> well, I don't think they're having much success either, so apparently the successes are matching at this point. Uh, also uh, live on the news line, uh, Irene Cornell. She's been down at police headquarters all day long, where city officials have been monitoring developments uh, and the impact on the city. Of course, we heard a, kind of a direct report there from Lou Adler about the impact. Irene, what's the overall picture? WCBS reporter Irene Cornell. News 88's Mary Gay Taylor is at Penn Station where apparently some hopeful Long Island Railroad riders have been arriving just a little bit early. Mary Gay? And uh, there is uh, some hopeful sort of uh, tentative movement in the, long, in the uh, bus and subway strike here in New York City. 
but we are told by uh, Lou Adler that uh, you better look out if you're trying to get out of town. Midtown traffic is absolutely horrendous. Midtown is a mess, all right. If you're talking about traffic, we've got the people keeping an eye on that. A couple of helicopters up. Uh, what's Lou Adler going to do up there, fellas? We were hitchhikers at the office of any United Jersey bank throughout New Jersey. Member FDIC. 13 minutes to 5 here at WCBS. Let's bring Spencer Ross in with sports. Massive, perhaps historic uh, traffic delays in Midtown. Uh, Neil Bush in the helicopter and Lou Timelot and I will be back with a full story right after 5. 5 o'clock. CBS News. The government's case against former budget director Burt Lance may be... Six minutes after five here at WCBS, All News 88, the second day of April, the second day of the transit strike here in New York. It's a Wednesday, and I'm Ben Farnsworth. Pat Parson is off. You're in the WCBS newsroom, and we have helicopters up in the air and reporters all over the place following day two of this walkout. There are some uh, uh, items of uh, the, that you're going to be interested in. One is the Long Island Railroad uh, is going back to work, and those trains will be rolling after midnight. We'll have more on all of that, but first, it's 52 degrees. Let's go to the Weather Center. Todd Glickman. Watching carefully the observations now, Ben. We see a couple more light showers have popped up in extreme northeastern Pennsylvania. Let's hope things get settled by then. All right, it's seven minutes now after five, and you're listening to All News 88. That was Todd Glickman. It's 52 degrees. Let's go upstairs to Luke Timelock. Well, come on right along, Ben. We're having a uh, smooth ride in this still air here as we head from the East Bronx over to the George Weister Bridge. A surprise to find some considerable delays now at the southbound Whitestone Bridge. The information in helicopter number two. I was just crossing over lower Manhattan, uh, heading toward the uh, Brooklyn Manhattan Williamsburg Bridge to see if there's been any change in that situation. Right over Greenwich Village right now. And also, maybe the fact some of the people who stayed in town are heading home to get fresh suits, huh, for the second half of the week? I just don't know what's going on over there around the Lincoln Tunnel. We've been talking to the Port Authority on the telephone, uh, trying to convince them that uh, the heaviest traffic lies on the uh, east side of the river, not on the west side of the river. There's just nobody coming inbound from New Jersey, but, of course, uh, tens of thousands, probably, of uh, motorists and cars trying to get outbound to that Lincoln Tunnel. And uh, I just can't understand. It just doesn't make any sense. That's Neil Bush, and he's in one of the two helicopters we have up in the air for you this afternoon here at W. CBS, so this is the place to stay if you want to know what's happening traffic-wise and if you want to know what's happening as far as the transit negotiations are concerned, let's go to Richland. Well, Ben, of course, the biggest development all day long has been that the long road strike uh, is going to be over as of 12.01. Actually, it's over now, but the trains aren't running yet. ...to lose by putting some more tubes open in the Jersey direction since there's no inbound traffic to speak of on the Jersey side. So let's get a little cooperation over there, you guys, and help us out in uh, relieving some of the midtown pressure, not that it's going to be a cure-all. If you're headed up the west side, we're still good once you get clear of... Uh of the uh, local streets, and if you can believe it, southbound on the West Side Highway, we're seeing some traffic heading into town, but of course it's not getting off the West Side Highway right now, so it's starting to back up on the southbound West Side Highway. No point going to Midtown because you can't do anything when you get there if you're in a car. We're going over to chopper number two, and here's Neil Bush. Yeah, I had to give Lou a look at that Lincoln Tunnel. I uh, didn't bring tears to my eyes, but it did something to my stomach, I'll thank you for that. So I'm glad you have a chance to look at it, Lou. Now we're back over on the east side looking at the northbound FDR Drive. With 5.30, let's go to the Weather Center, 52 degrees. Here's Todd Glickman. Ben, a couple of hours ago, we had a few showers to the south of the city. Now we have... It's 5.32 here at All News 88. The outlook brightened somewhat as day two of the transit strike draws to a close. This is Rich Lamb at the strike desk. The Long Island Railroad walkout is ending. Train service will resume just after midnight tonight. Joint transit talks to resume at 9.30 a.m. I'm Steve Flanders. That story shortly. And we've got problems on the roadways. Let's go upstairs. Well, Ben, in chapter number one, this is Luke out in a late tie-up now, holding up the works even more on the southbound Brooklyn Bridge where there's a car in the right lane, first stanch, and stay over to the left. It wishes and 
helicopter number two. And we're over center Queens and eastern Queens looking into Nassau County and we really have, uh, for the most part, the speed limit conditions out here. It's close Long Island Expressway, Grand Central. So if you have any gas left, once you get out of Manhattan, you should do pretty well here in Queens. Yes, I knew it was going to happen. Luke Timolite or Neil Bush up there? Well, we're both up here and uh, Neil will go second, so uh, I'll go first right now. And uh, just to taking another lap out there in eastern Queens, uh, let me set this alternator off. That helps a little bit, but then I run out of power if I go on too long. You're listening to News Radio 88 WCBS, Monday, the 7th of April, and the seventh day of the mass transit strike, six minutes after seven. I'm Jim Donnelly. Good morning, I'm Lou Adler. There will be more talks aimed at trying to settle that very uh, difficult dispute, but uh, that won't be until later today. Talks last night got nowhere. As a matter of fact, the sides are drifting farther and farther apart, it seems. And uh, some people are talking about uh, this being a strike that will end uh, not this week, perhaps next week, and maybe not even then because it's a long way between what the union is asking for and what the city is willing to pay. Six and a half minutes after seven o'clock, we'll be going to our uh, transit desk and to our choppers in uh, just a minute. Let's get the weather first. 46 degrees, rising barometer. It's fat already at 33.5, and Norm MacDonald is back from vacation. Norman? Uh, yes, indeed. That's the only trouble with vacations, Jim, is that they end, as you know. And eventually the strike will end, too. You know that's going to happen, too. As far as the weather is concerned, well, we're watching a lot of high clouds right now, but I don't think they're going to be threatening, even though... Sky's 46 degrees, a nice day, around 60. It is eight minutes past seven o'clock. Let's go to Neil Bush in uh, traffic helicopter number one, eight minutes after seven o'clock. Okay, let's go back to the west side. We're still in fine shape for the most part. The bridge the chopper two is getting some fuel. He'll be back with us very soon. Neil Bush in the helicopter and loop with him all through the morning. Ten minutes after seven at WCBS, sunny and 46 degrees and traffic desk time. And here's Arthur. Arthur. Well, there may be some routes still where you can get in without too much trouble, but you can't get into Midtown at all if you don't have two people in the car. Don's flame is at the 96th Street checkpoint, Don. Hello, Art. Uh, yes, I'm the Broadway 96th Street, and uh, I have with me right now Deputy Inspector William Conroy. He's the commanding officer of the 24th, and he is... Well, we're having some problems uh, with transmission there with Don Swain. One of the few problems uh, we've had so far have been very lucky. But we do have Irene Cornell at the command center. Irene, uh, you've been out on the bridge this morning. Well, Art, the mayor hit the bridge early this morning. You plan to get there at 6.45? Well, Nightmare Monday turned out to be an electronic nightmare rather than a traffic nightmare uh, here in New York City as uh, we have day seven of the transit strike. And uh, we'll get back to Don later on this morning. Now, up to nine times as many people as normal supposedly boarding early Conrail trains from Westchester County in Connecticut. Fran Schneider is at the Mount Vernon West Station. Fran? Uh, there are a lot of new faces here this morning. Way down around the ankles, you're going to knock somebody out if you hit them on the chin. Ed Ingalls in sports, 29 minutes after 7 o'clock. And let's go to the Weather Center. It's 46 degrees in Central Park. Norm McDonald. Gordon Williams covers business news, market trends, and prices on... Headline news this Monday morning. The transit strike is in its seventh day. More talks set for later this morning. Art Athens and our reporters in the field will bring us up to date on other strike developments. Police the traffic watch. Let's go to Luke Timolot. Grand Central by that BQE exit. WCBS News Time 27 minutes before 8. Iran's Ayatollah Khomeini has ruled that the American hostages will remain in the hands of the military. Okay, yes, sir. Lou, we're just checking into the TCA out here around Lake Success and uh, looking at the trucks, Nick, and the Whitestone Bridges. The New York City Traffic Commissioner in charge of enforcement. Mr. Hogan, uh, we understand you think this was going to be the crucial day in all of this, right? Hello, Commissioner Hogan. Are you there? 
Commissioner Hogan has gone out to have a cup of coffee. Well, no, there's an electronic switch that has to take place. It takes a little time. I think we've got him now. Commissioner, uh, can you read us now? Yes, I can, Lou. Okay, is this supposedly the worst day of them all, or the cruncher day, the, the day you think will break it or make it? I think so. I think we've been saying for some time now that we can expect the uh, one day to be worse than the next. I think we've seen the worst of it. I think New York is prepared for this, this thing, and I think we'll be able to deal with it uh, for the next few days, Kate. So you think that uh, the people have now gotten their, uh, their habits down, and they know where they want to go and how they want to get there. That's correct. I, I might advise some of the motorists that, that uh, they should follow the advisories that CBS is putting out. Many times the route itself may appear to be not as the crow flies, but somewhat And I'd like to recommend that they follow the, the routes that you're suggesting. Uh, Commissioner, based on what you've seen this morning, and I assume you'll be uh, dropping down shortly, uh, are you going to make any adjustments in the way you're uh, kind of dispersing your troops? Yes, we're going to try a detour on 1st Avenue and 61st and 63rd Street in order to get a constant pull for the traffic coming off the upper roadway. We're just going back there now to take a look at it. Very good. Robert Hogan, uh, Deputy New York City Traffic Commissioner in charge of enforcement, flying this morning with the WCBS helicopters. Now let's go to the transit desk, Art Monday morning, the seventh day of the strike at News Radio 88 WCBS. A sunny day, at least that's saving grace, 46 degrees. And the CBS World News Roundup is next, sponsored in part by EDP. It's 8 o'clock. I'm Ben Farnsworth at six minutes after. All right, 64 degrees right now in Midtown Manhattan. That's Norm McDonald's, and that means our fellas up in the helicopters are going to be flying around in some glop tomorrow, I guess, huh, Lou and Neil? We already did that today, uh, so I guess uh, more of the same. Yankee Stadium area. Well, you know, once in a while, uh, you get lucky. You took the words right out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> Lucky is a four-leaf clover. Lucky is a horseshoe. Lucky. There's a further update from Rich Lamb. Ralph, uh, now standing at the podium, is Brian O'Dwyer. He's the attorney for Teamsters Local 808. They represent the trackmen on the Long Island Railroad, and he has an announcement. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have broken off the talks for the night at the request of Chairman Harris. We are coming back again at 11 o'clock tomorrow. Because the... <laughs> 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 we have some kind of problem there and we've uh, lost the line or whatever for those uh, that briefing going on. Uh, well, we're just trying to figure out what's going on here technically and we're going to see if we can go back to the podium at this point. Okay. I guess we can't. Uh, Remaining steadfast. Here we go. Are both sides uh, moving at all? There can't be any movement if there's no talking. And there hasn't been any talking for hours. Okay, well, we're getting a little uh, electric interference here uh, on our, uh, evidently on our equipment. Uh, and uh, what the uh, unionists, uh, especially Brian O'Dwyer, the attorney for Teamsters Union Local 808, uh, what he's been talking about here uh, is apparently the interference of the TWU negotiations uh, in uh, their own talks. What's happened evidently is that the MTA is so preoccupied uh, with what's happening as far as the New York City buses and subways are concerned uh, that uh, the uh, talks uh, between uh, the uh, Long Island Railroad authorities and the uh, seven unions who are still without a contract there cannot progress. Uh, evidently, the union made proposals uh, in the morning. The MTA has not been able to respond because of their preoccupation uh, with the bus and subway negotiations. Earlier on, of course, Richard Ravitch came out uh, to say that, indeed, it could be a, a long, long strike uh, if the union is not prepared to discuss productivity issues with, uh, with uh, management. Uh, those uh, productivity items, of course, uh, have been labeled givebacks by the union. They say they do not want to go along with that. 
So it appears uh, that we are sort of at uh, swords points here as far as the two talks uh, are concerned. Ralph? All right, that's Rich Lamb, and that's the latest on that. Sorry about the interference, but actually got the gist of what was being said. The hard part of that's uh, part of the Long Island Railroad story. Now, one of the other stories we'd like to cover right now is about Iran, and it's um, getting close to midnight. That's when Iranian diplomats are supposed to be out of this country. The Okay, we'll get back to the usual schedule then on uh, Monday, I guess. Uh, I was just thinking now, let's see, we've flown about, uh, oh, about 120 hours, I guess, uh, since the strike situation began with the two helicopters. That's an awful lot of time up here in the saddle, and uh, we'll be awfully happy to go back to the normal schedule on Monday, I guess, along with everybody else. Well, meantime, we have a tie-up, late tie-up, but continuing at the George Washington Bridge. Yeah, thanks again, Bill. I uh, keep the volume down on this uh, two-way on this one. It's been driving me crazy out here uh, talking to PCA. Well, we got it up now. CGS No, before you buy, report to consumers on... And the big story at this hour, a tentative settlement in the bus and subway strike. The TWU executive board tied 22 to 22 on a management offer of 18.5%. So the trains will be back on the track and during the three weeks or so that it takes for members to vote by mail. Well, no word on exactly when the trains will be running again, but the TA spokesman said earlier today they could have limited service uh, in a few hours. And uh, covering for us and the people who gave us the word first, uh, part of our team there on the scene, uh, and uh, that's Rich Lamb and Art Athens. Rich? Yeah, uh, Rich, Art? Yeah, here, here we are. We're, uh, <laughs> we're just uh, sort of getting back to the desk here after gathering a few more uh, facts. Uh, while this took place, uh, was a real bombshell here. This is not the normal sequence of events for an announcement of a settlement of this kind. Usually, uh, everybody marches into the room, the mayor and the governor and the heads of the unions, and, uh, uh, and makes a joint announcement. But this time, uh, the word just came pounding out of a meeting uh, with the union executive board, and uh, people came running down the hallway here, and uh, we had a sudden had a settlement in our hands. Uh, these men will be going back to work soon, and Art Athens has been exploring the details of what happened inside that meeting. Uh, Art? Right, I just want to say that uh, I want to get to this guy, Phil Santano, who's a member of the executive board and who explains exactly what happened. Now, you're going to listen to this tape, and I'm going to run out in the hall because something else is going on, Rich. A discussion of the issues and uh, then a vote. And it was a secret ballot. Okay, right. Uh, John Law recommended a secret ballot. We didn't feel we wanted a secret ballot. We wanted a roll call ballot. He overruled us and he took a secret ballot. And so you had a tie, and what does that mean? A tie, so he, John Law ruled that uh, since he's the president of the local, he could rule that the men go back to work and leave it up to the membership to decide this. Uh, there was a couple of givebacks. Uh, end of this uh, transit strike in New York, and uh, we'll be uh, going back to them. We'll have more information for you. And there is a strike threat at midnight tonight. agreement uh, on the Long Island uh, situation. That will come in about 20 minutes. An agreement also in the Long Island Railroad strike. News 88's Rich Lamb. He'll have a live report coming up at about 8.06. Also ahead, uh, New Jersey residents going to see an increase in utility bills. Big increase was granted today. We'll be telling you about that. Also a check on the sports news as well. But the big story, the end of the New York City bus and subway strike and a new development, the Long Island Railroad dispute. And now, CBS at 8 o'clock. Down, the nation's largest mass transit system began on April 1st. New York City buses and subways provide some 6 million rides a day. And for 10 days, many New Yorkers got to and from work in carpools, on foot, on bicycle, and even some on horseback. The tentative accord reached today means the mass transit system will begin to run again, but it will be hours before bus drivers and subway motormen can get back to work, and more time will be needed after that to open the hundreds of subway stations which have been chained shut during the strike. 
A large question remains. Even though a tentative accord has been reached, the dissident element of the bus and subway workers' union has vowed to turn down the settlement reached today. The results of that mail ballot will be known in three weeks. Rich Lamb for CBS News, New York. The National Center for Disease Control, Sands, CBS News. WCBS News, time 8.06. Good evening, Friday, April 11th, the night the New York City transit strike came to a close. And we may have a big development, too, in the Long Island Railroad dispute. Let's get an immediate live report from News 88's Rich Lamb. Well, we were just told to come... Radio Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.